I'm Jan Ditchfield, and I went from frustrated corporate business consultant trying to fix broken systems to teaching women the secrets to turn their passion into a profitable online business. Becoming an entrepreneur isn't an easy journey. It's filled with many missteps and moments of massive self-doubt. But I'm going to show you the ways to get past your roadblocks so you can build the business of your dreams without the overwhelm. I created the Hey Spark Plug podcast to share with you easy-to-follow strategies and frameworks that will help you to take your business from spark to launch. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to build a business which allows you the lifestyle freedom you want, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey, you. Welcome to another episode of the Hey Spark Plug podcast. I'm Jan, and I'm so glad that you came back to uh, spend some time with me. And if it's the first time that you are listening, welcome. Uh, I always love getting a chance to be able to kind of sit down and talk about some things that I think are helpful in business development, especially in those early days when you're kind of starting to figure out, you know, what am I doing? And I think that's the piece that we feel so much in the, the first, you know, one to two, three years of business is like, what am I doing? doing. And uh, I found that sometimes we just kind of stumble through the dark. So this is actually going to be an exciting week coming up for me because um, I'm getting ready to launch uh, the conference. So I'm bringing back my free conference, the Entrepreneur Conference. That's going to be running from April 5th until the 9th. And I have speakers coming in from all over the place. This year, I'm focused on leveling up your online business presence. So your online game, getting people more comfortable kind of working in the online space and thinking about the things that we should be doing in our business that could help increase our sales and our presence using, um, you know, LinkedIn and understanding a bit more about lead magnets and uh, talking a bit about webinars and how you can use a webinar to increase sales as well. Um, also spending a little bit of time talking about money. So money mindset and finances in the early days. So I I talk about money a lot. Uh, I think we don't spend enough time talking about money, especially when as women building businesses, there seems to be this idea that, you know, well, if we're passionate about what it is that we're building, then we we should just build it and, you know, run it. And if we make money, that's great. That's the bonus. And I'm always like, no, 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 no. Uh, you make money first and your passion's going to follow that money all the way to the bank. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about that uh, today in some ways, but I want to focus again. I thought it would be a good time to really get focused on, um, you know, what it is that you need to be doing on your website in order to be helping to increase your sales. And this was a good tie-in again, I think to the conference about to start and really looking at online presence is looking at what it is that your website is missing uh, and what it is that you should be putting on there in order to make sure that you are doing like getting your best foot out the minute somebody lands on your page. And my students in the Side Hustle Academy, they're getting close. We're almost about to start um, week five on which is all about branding so they spend the whole week really focused in on branding and it's a pretty intense lesson within that course so um we the, we look at it kind of in two parts so part one is focused on understanding colors and fonts uh understanding how to write like you know your brand statement and understanding what a brand means how it's more than just a logo and then also learning how to create a logo but 
more in a uh, like an overall framework of what it is that a brand actually represents and then taking that and moving into the second part which is about website development and i have a really in-depth lesson in there that talks about how to build a website but more specifically what are the 12 things that should be on the landing page the home page of every single website of a business because most of the time uh, especially as an early entrepreneur we don't know what we should be putting on there um we're usually building our own sites because it's cheaper much, much cheaper to build your own website. And I've been building my own websites forever. I think I did my first website came out in like 2008. That was like my own website. And uh, the early days I would pay someone else to do it for me. So I would have someone or a friend, you know, pay. I'm going to put air quotes around the pay. I'm like, here's a Carrie Sabir. Thanks for doing that for me. But one of the things that I realized after that is that I actually didn't even know how to go back in and fix things. So if I had to keep going back to somebody else and asking for things, it just wasn't like beneficial. It wasn't beneficial for my time. It wasn't beneficial for the relationships that I held with people who were doing favors for me on the cheap. So I learned and taught myself how to be able to fix the things on the websites. But also then all those years of building websites now, which have been more than I want to admit to, um, I've learned really what are the right things to put on a site and the things that should not be there, or they can be, they're better suited somewhere else. So I thought again, because of the conferences happening and because we're talking a little bit about money and uh, the importance of making it, that I thought that this in an online space specifically, this would be a good time to talk about uh, the four things that go above the fold on a website. And these are the four things that you should have, every business should have on their, above the fold on their website. And when I talk about above the fold, I think we have to kind of define that before I go into it. Because I know there's a lot of people listening that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know what that means. And there'll be a lot of people who are like desperately Googling right now. of like, what does she mean above the fold? What does that mean? So I'm going to explain really easily and really quickly what the difference is before above the fold and below the fold. So if you think of your website, your, your computer, and just look at the screen, that box that you look at before you have to start moving your mouse, that's above the fold. So it's everything you see when you first land on a website that is centered directly in the screen of your computer. And then when you start to scroll your mouse and you pull things up that are below the fold, which is the bottom line of, the, of your computer screen, that is below the fold. So it's everything that you have to bring into your vision in order to see versus the things that are directly in your vision when you land on a website. And a fun nerd fact, so I'll drop a little nerd fact for you here, is where the term above the fold and below the fold came from actually came from the newspaper industry. So if you think about a newspaper that's folded in half, um, that fold in the middle of the newspaper, and when you walk over and you look down at a paper, I know many of us don't, you know, probably aren't buying newspapers anymore, but what you saw there on the main page that was above the fold, that's where that term came from. And then when you flip the newspaper over to look at what was below the fold, that's where that term came from as well. It's just one of those things like you're like, you know, at a party and you're running out of things to talk about. There's a fun fact that you can bring up to tell people. So uh, the things that you should have. So there's four specific things that you should have on your uh, website above the fold. And I'm going to run through them for you and explain what they are. So the very first thing that you should have above the fold on your website is a header. And when I mean a header, I mean like a short, snappy, three to six sentence snapshot of who you are in an intro to your business. So it can be anything like on my website. It's like, you know, hey, I'm Jan. It's like, it's literally that short. It's just 
just like a short little boop. This is who you are. And the reason why you put that on there is because you want people to know they're in the right place the minute that they land on that site. So they get on there and they're like, okay, this is where I need to be. So I'm here, like, right, like holistic nutrition health or, you know, um, the, the best baby space, you know, in the planet, whatever it is that you're doing, uh, that is really clearly defined immediately when people land on there. Like, this is it. This is who I am. Hey, you're in the right spot. Stick around. And then I want you to go down and read the next part on my site, which is my subheader. And that subheader is going to be something that's a bit more descriptive. So it's usually one to two sentences and it explains who you are, who you help, and what the benefits are that you provide. So in a nutshell, it's your value proposition. And your value proposition should always be on the main, your main page. Like it should be the thing that's directly underneath whatever your header is, which is your quick little, like, you know, you're in the right spot message. And immediately below that is your value proposition because your value proposition is going to be, is arguably the single most important thing that you're going to develop in your business. And if you don't have a value proposition yet, you need one. You need to have one because this is the piece that articulates the value that you provide to your customers. And it's generally the thing that's going to make somebody take the next step with you. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to jump right into business when they read your value proposition, but usually what it means is they're going to start stepping into your funnel more. Um, and so your sales funnel is going to be like, what's that next step in nurturing that relationship? And they see the value in it. So they see themselves represented. Uh, they understand who you are. They understand that you, you know, that you serve them and they're like, okay, you get me, you know me, I understand I'm in the right spot again. And then they see the benefits that they're going to get out of doing work with you. So it's really clear, like clearly defined. It's bam, bam, bam. It's just the three things in one really clear sentence. And that's going to make people take the next step. And I know value propositions, I teach value propositions inside of Side Hustle Academy. And it's I think probably the hardest lesson. Um, I think some of my students are going to probably would argue with me that there's a couple other ones in there that they really hate more, but um, value propositions are, they are the most important thing, like the most important thing you need in your business. So if you have not spent time writing one, I really encourage you to sit down uh, and figure one out really quickly. Like you should be looking at what it is because if you can't define, you know, who you are, who you serve and the value that you provide to people, then you don't provide value. Like it's just not, you don't, it's not seen. It's, and if you can't articulate it, then you, you aren't providing it. So you need to learn to articulate it and you need to learn to do it in that really clear, concise way that only a value proposition can build. So uh, there's a, my Google homework for you is go in value proposition. How do I write one? Um, or just join Side Hustle Academy and I'll teach you how to do it. Um, but those are, that's the second step that's really important on uh, there. So you get your header and then your subheader. And then your third thing that you need to have above the fold on your website is your call to action. And your call to action is what triggers somebody to take an action. It's really quite that simple. Generally, it's a button, usually what it is 
buttons. So you would have a button there with like some kind of short little snappy thing, which is their the call to action of like, you know, let's get to know each other, uh, do business with me, take the next steps, you know, whatever it is that you are calling them to do. And the point of it is this, this is what puts people into your funnel. So now you're going to actually make them go further into your website and it puts them into your sales funnel at this point. So smart things to link are things like lead magnets. Uh, my call to action goes directly to my lead magnets. Um, other things are like contact me page, a sales page, um, a special offer. Um, you know, your about you section too would be a great pr- place to move people. It's going to be like, what is it that you want someone to do next? when they land on your website. So what action do you want them to take? How do you want them to get to know you? What do you want them to sell? Uh, What do you want to sell to them? Uh, What information do you want to provide to them that's going to help them make a decision about, you know, should I make a a phone call or should I send an email? Should I make some more inquiry about whether this is the right place for me to be? Um, With my lead magnets, that's where I get people coming into my funnel and starting to get to know me better, uh, offering out really great free information so that they say, okay, yeah, she gets what I'm talking, what I need. She's solving problems for me. I really want to get to know her more. So I want to get further into that funnel with her. And so that I can be there when she starts talking about course development and understanding the things that I, you know, that I need uh, in my business. And then I can start to work for her by coming, becoming one of the students. So it's really thinking about, like, if you think about your funnel, your sales funnel as like a funnel, excuse me, as a funnel. And at the top of it, you're going to be top loading as many people as you can get and starting to move them down because what you want is the people on the end are coming out are becoming paid clients and customers. So that's why the landing page of your home site is so incredibly important because it's the start of your funnel. And you really want people to take action to moves into the next piece so that you can start nurturing those relationships and building out um, better conversations with people and really getting to know who they are and and, uh, you know, uh, what it is that you can do for them to make their life better. So that's number three is your call to action. And then your last one should be a professional image. And when I say that, people automatically think logo. And I'm not saying logo. Your logo, yes, it has to be on your website, but it should be in your header. A lot of early businesses, what I see is like they've done like, you know, like really great stuff. They have their header, their, their header there and their subheader is there and they have their call to action. And then there's this giant logo right in the middle of the screen. And I'm like, oh, no, why did you put it there? Like it Put it up into your header, link it so that it's always linked to your homepage so that people see your logo every time they're flipping through all all the different landing pages. It still shows up and they can click on it and they can get back to your homepage. But don't make it the predominant image that when people land on your website above the fold, that that's what they see is this giant logo screaming out at you because your brand is not your logo, right? It is not your logo. So your image that you're choosing should be something that represents your business and that's what you want people to see when you f- they first get there is what does that image that's there, how does it represent my business? And avoid using cheesy stock photo images. Like this is like an easy one that people go to where they're like, you know, um, I'm just going to grab something like Google, grab it, throw it up. And like I see this in my past life was the charity industry all the time. 
you go in and I'd look at a website and I'd be like, oh, here we go. The first thing we're starting with is your website because there'd be like this image of like hands holding hands or like, you know, a hand holding a little heart or, you know, a bunch of people while hugging each other with volunteer t-shirts on. And they're just really tacky stock images that are cliches at this point, instead of finding something that actually represents your business, uh, your business values, the tone of your business, the brand of your business, what you want people to feel when they come to you and they're connected with you, which is why, you know, again, knowing your brand is so important because then you represent it on your site right away. So some really great places to get like um, quality uh, stock images is a place like Pexels. So P-E-X-L-E-S. Pexels is awesome. It has, it's free. You've got like, you can download stuff on there. There's some you can purchase as well. I think there's agreements. You just go take a peek, but it's, they're really high quality, like gorgeous images. And that would make more sense to go to a place to use like that. Um, Canva too, if you're a Canva user, like you can create one out of there. If you have the paid account, you can just, you know, take a great image be able to use it up on your website as well. But the thing too is if your business is you and you are the face of the, your business, your face should be the thing that's there. And I know that I'm sure someone right now is listening and they're like, I don't want to be on the front of my website, but you, you know, get over the creep, like you, like the ickiness that comes from it and the insecurity, your face needs to be on the front of your website. So all of my businesses with my students that where they are the face of their business and their business is really built around their personal brand, their face is on the front of the website. And that's where it sits. And it's like, it's like right off the bat, right? This is who you're dealing with. This is who you're working with. Um, on mine too, it's like, you, you see my big old head when you land on my website, it's where it is. It's, uh, you know, my above the fold, it's really clear with me. It's like, hi, I'm Jan. That's my header. Uh, my value proposition is directly below that. There's a picture of me. So you get to know this is me, this is who you're working with. And then my call to action button, which links to my lead magnets. Um, So that is like right there. That's all it is. Yes, you have the header, you've got your menu and you have all the things there as well that are going to, people can go into your various pages. My logo is there, you know, there's whatever you want it. You can have your social media icons in your header too, however you want to design it. But the things that are above the fold in that square, those four things need to be a header, a subheader, a call to action, and a professional image that represents your business and a clean, clear professional image. Um, so if you, again, if you're going to be the face of your business, invest some money into getting some professional photos done and just do some, do some professional photos, like get it done. It's the thing too, that's going to make you feel so much more comfortable is when you actually get like, you know, do a photo shoot and you use those images on your website, even if it's just a little one, like even if you're just investing like, like a mini session where maybe that's $150 and you might be only getting five images, get five quality images. You will thank me for that later. You'll be like, I'm so glad I did that versus trying to do awkward selfies where the lighting is just wrong and it doesn't really look professional. And now I I look like a cheesy stock image on the front of my website. Spend some time, invest in some time in making sure that you're working with a photographer um, who's going to capture the best of you so you can represent the best of yourself in your business at all times. I think it's super important. So that's my quickie for you today. Just a little one to talk about, you know, some things you can go back and look at your website, or if you're just starting to think about developing one, those are the things to look at. Um, Below the fold, 
There's a whole bunch of other stuff that should be down there, but really quite simple to start off with is the four things that you should have above the fold. Again, are your header, your subheader, a clear call to action, and a professional image that represents your business. So um, if you haven't had the chance yet to register to join me at the conference, please, please, please come in. I'm going to be talking about some things like this. I have guests coming in from the UK and the States and across Canada talking about all kinds of amazing things that have to do with really helping you to level up your online business presence um, from LinkedIn to lead magnets to course creation. Um, we're going to talk about money as well. Like I said, I'm, I am the believer in don't start a business because you love it. Start a business because you love it and you love money. You love making money as well. You want to make money while you're doing it. That's what leads to all the great things that happen, right? You can quit the job. You can, you know, spend more time with your kids. You get to do all those things that you have imagined for yourself if you're running a profitable business. Um, otherwise, you just have a hobby. So make sure you're really leaning into understanding how to make money. So we're going to be talking about that at the conference too and getting like the, the right mindset going for making money. So uh, if you, all you have to do is go to Jen ditchfield.co forward slash conference. Uh, grab your free virtual ticket. It is free. You're going to be able to get access to my private group as well, where we're hosting the conference. And then if you can't make it live, they're only happening two times a day. So 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. from April 5th to the 9th. Um, but you can catch it on the replay too. So the replays are going to be available uh, for 10 days after the fact. You can grab it. And I have this really fantastic guest package that also you will be sent out. You'll receive. And it has worksheets. So every single one of the conference presenters have put together like a one pager where you can take some action to notes and you can actually take action and apply it to your business immediately. So there's a lot of conferences I've gone to where I'm like, it's great information, but then I leave and I don't really have kind of something to do, right? There's no call to action that I'm leaving with to say like, how, how should I implement this in my business now? So when you come to the entrepreneur conference, you're going to get your call to action handed to you. So here are the things to do. Go do it. Go fix your your bio on LinkedIn, like, you know, go develop a lead magnet that's actually going to convert. These are the things. Go make money. So here are the ways to do it. So again, janditchfield.co forward slash conference. Grab your free ticket. Uh, come in and join me. And uh, let's learn together about some great ways to be able to increase our online business presence and make money while we're doing it. So that's it for today. Uh, as always, I really want to thank you for spending time with me. I, I feel privileged uh, every time that I see there's a download that happens and I know that somebody is listening. And I wanted to thank you very much for making me part of your day. I take it. It's really important to me. I really appreciate it and I value you deeply. So thanks so much for uh, coming and listening again. I will be back again next week. Same time, same place. And until then, spark plug, keep building something magical.